Welcome to the Old Man New Pilot Podcast. The adventures of an older man who's decided to learn how to fly. Episode 34, Getting Frustrated Now. February 2017. Well, after a barren January for flying, I was hoping that February was going to be the month I got it all done. I was pretty close to the end and, you know, a few more hours, 10 more hours, something like that, and I reckon I'd be done. However, it wasn't to be. I shouldn't have really expected it. It's winter, it's Britain. What do you expect? I did have a great start. On the 3rd of February, I did a couple of circuits with Luke. Then I was off to Blighton Disused Airfield and then Gull Docks on a solo navigation. Uh, it's a simple triangular route. Obviously, Blighton Disused is an ex-airfield. Uh, then you go to Gull. Now, on the way from Blighton to Gull, you have to pass through Doncaster's airspace, so you've got to ask their permission. If you don't get permission, you're not allowed to enter. This is a, a major thing at the moment. The CAA, the Civil Aviation Authority, are having a, a massive clampdown on people who infringe controlled airspace. You know, a lot of the airspace of the UK is uncontrolled. You can fly around, nobody's going to stop you, you don't have to talk to anybody if you don't want. Uh, you know, it's your responsibility to make sure that you're safe. However, you get near an airfield or a military airfield, you know, a major airport or other areas that you know are controlled and you have to do as you're told you can only enter if you're allowed to enter uh, and you need to, it's up to you to know where you are at any time a lot of infringements are not deliberate i mean you know pilots aren't stupid they don't deliberately try and infringe but often people just aren't sure where they are now there's a the vast majority of this and they've been having a road show about it they've been taking this message around to lots of pilots and lots of organizations the main kind of people that cause these infringements are people not using gps okay there's a certain element in flying pilots who think well i didn't need a gps when i learned to fly in 1955 and i've been using charts ever since in fact i'm still using the same chart and that shows how much of a better pilot i am than you are this is absolute codswallop okay airspace is very complicated it's full of little ways to trip you up and if you decide because you're too lazy to look or you're too uh, arrogant to check and you fly through the class air airspace of london let's say and you stop all the planes going into heathrow you can expect to get the book thrown at you okay you possibly cause tens if not hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of delay now because you're an idiot effectively like I say, the vast majority of these are caused by people not using GPS or having GPS and not really understanding it. Now, the aircraft I fly in has got a Garmin 430, which is a GPS. I don't use it when I'm training because, you know, you have to learn to do it from the charts. But it is up there on the screen, and I could see that if I was about to fly into controlled airspace, it does have the, the boundaries of controlled airspace on it. So it's a very useful thing to have. Obviously, when you've passed, you've got things like Sky Demon, Runway HD, Garmin Pilot, Four Flight, depending on where you're flying. All these tools are there to help you fly more safely. And anybody who says, well, you know, you're a worse pilot because you use it, is an idiot. Okay? Now, like I say, when you're training, you're taught to use charts, you're taught to use dead reckoning, you should know what you're seeing on the ground. And when you are a pilot and you've passed your test, you should continue to use these. However, I believe you should use every available means to, to make sure you're safe and accurate pilot. So, you know, making sure that you know what the winds are at all times. Even if you're going to use Skydeam, you should know where the wind's coming from. 
so you know what roughly what direction you're going to be blown in because you will find that even using skydiving you end up having to change your plans while you're in the air these are basic skills every pilot should have these gps doesn't take away from those skills it enhances them okay have the have the basic skills in the first place use gps on top of them but never forget your basic skills so anyway rant over so you know it was quite an easy flight blighton airfield was found fairly easily turned towards Gould docks called doncaster up on the radio and the controller there they're always friendly and helpful gave me permission and i flew on my direct route to Gould. So got to Gould Docks and reported my position and they actually asked me to turn right instead of left. Now normally I would have turned left and headed back pretty much due south towards Gamston. Uh, but this time because of you know traffic they asked me to turn right instead and, and head over to the right a little bit. So head over to the east. Uh, that was fine. You know, it wasn't a problem for me. I obviously could have been a bit of a problem if I was just on charts and I was a bit wary about where I was going. But, you know, there's a VOR at Gamston, so I can always find my position again. I never expect to get lost. So I did as they requested, and then uh, a few minutes later, it came back and said, right, you can have a direct flu- uh, route to Gamston if you want. Flew directly to Gamston, actually flew within sight of the runway at Doncaster. You can see the picture on the website. Now, people worry about getting permission. People will, pilots who've been flying for years and years will avoid airspace you know controlled airspace class d and above because they're worried about you know oh i might not get permission what if this happens what if that happens oh i'm not really comfortable talking to people mass penetrations i've read so many things about people saying well i don't really like doing mass penetrations that's when you're you're trying to get a a zone transit over a, a military airfield for some reason they call it something different but and you can fly around the uk go from airfield to airfield to airfield light aviation a lot of the time without ever speaking to anybody okay you're probably going to speak to your your local airfield like at gamston uh, do the air ground and, and check the conditions there and you're probably going to want to get conditions when you join a new airfield there's enormous amounts of airspace where you don't have to talk to anybody but that doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't talk to people if you're not talking to people they don't know who you are where you are where you're going so they can't plan when you're liable to have a problem you know, if they know that you're going from Gamston to Gull or vice versa, they can see, well, you know, there's traffic coming from your left uh, five miles away. They can warn you about it, and they will warn you about it. Don't be scared about t- uh, speaking to air traffic controllers. In my experience, they have always been incredibly helpful, uh, incredibly uh, professional, and even if you don't get the phraseology right, they will ask you the questions to make sure. So if you forget to put your altitude or your height they will ask you what's your altitude so you know don't be worried about it try and learn to do it properly cat 413 contains all the information you need but really really you know just talk to people uh it's it's not that difficult anyway uh the exercise turned out to be quite simple got back to gamston absolutely no problem at all uh, it's quite a nice bright clear february day so went through a little bit of cloud but uh, for the most part it was pretty cool uh, I did do a cloud ahoy debrief, which you can see uh, linked to from the website. For some reason, it cut out at Gull, so I didn't stop at Gull. I did actually keep going back to Gamston. And I actually did a, a YouTube of this one as well, so you can see the link there. Now, that was all the flying I managed in February. I had, it was like 1.3 hours, of which just one was solo nav. I'd got lessons cancelled on the 6th, the 12th, the 14th, and the 23rd due to weather. 
However, there was one highlight. On the 7th of February, I went into true airspeed training. Uh, the people had done all my exams with. I did my radio telephony test. Now, to fly as pilot in command, you need a radio telephony license. And so I spent half a day with Graham, giving me training. And then uh, the head of true airspeed training, Tim Darby, uh, I think he's one of the bosses there, who's actually an airline pilot for Norwegian Airlines, uh, took my test. Now, taking the test, you have a simulator, a PC with a simulator on it, uh, and shows you a route, shows you a map, and you can see the plane flying over it, and you can you know, change direction and things like that. But you also have a headset on. So Tim sits in another room and acts as the air traffic controller. Now, the training, I found, without doing that, the training was actually quite tough. Uh, I felt fairly confident about radio telephony. I'd been flying solo for a while, and I'd, I've always, I'm always quite confident on the radio and, and sort of have a good, uh, quite a good experience now, so I feel quite confident. But the training was actually, actually got me worried that I might fail. However, once you get the headset on and you are acting as if you are flying, I actually found that much easier. The phraseology came to mind much more uh, simply than it would have done otherwise. You know, you have to do mass penetrations, there's a mayday call, zone transits, etc. But all went really smoothly and pleased to say that I passed. So, all I had left was some flying. Everything else was done. You know, I had my medical, I'd passed my exams, I'd done my RT test. All I had to do now was some flying. So, would March prove to be my month? You'll find out soon. Okay, hope you've enjoyed that. Don't forget to visit the website at oldmannewpilot.com. And uh, subscribe on YouTube if you like it and give us five stars so other people can find it more easily. Speak to you soon. Bye.